yoga class for boot camp this week, this Saturday. So I said, let's take advantage of the fact that we're in Milan and have my mother-in-law do some yoga. It was, it was like, I don't think I've ever worked my abs that hard because I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> I did. <laughs> because, so my mother-in-law's down for anything. Like she has the heart of a 17-year-old, like honestly, if not, if, she definitely doesn't have the body of a 17-year-old. Like she has quite bad osteoporosis. So she has to be quite careful. And she's like a bird. You've met her quite a few times. Yeah. She's practically adopted you. Um, yeah. She has. She's, she is my adopted mother. She, she's like a bird. She's so delicate. So she decided she was going to do the yoga class with me. And I never laughed so hard, like, honestly. Because Lakshmi was, she was being, she's a wonderful yoga teacher. She has a great energy. So she was being all, you know, serene and giving the instructions. And then I was trying to translate the English into Italian because for some of the exercises we couldn't see what Lakshmi was doing on the screen because like maybe you had your head bent down so you couldn't see the screen yeah oh my goodness <laughs> and, and at one stage like we were trying to do these hip twists and she couldn't get oh, it God. she couldn't get the rhythm so I was kneeling on the floor in front of her with my hands on her hips and she was in fits of laughing it was just it was so much fun it really was and everybody loved it everybody loved it and I actually saw there was a couple of people who had their mothers as well during the class because that's cause brilliant we did um it was like super super beginners we were yes. all sweating though and she worked us hard uh, so she did a kind of um an adaptation so she did on the floor and on a chair as well so for anybody who had mobility issues or just couldn't do the floor exercises oh, that's good. we're able to do it sitting on a chair so one of the girls yeah. had her mother her 80 year old mother doing the old class sitting in the chair so it was great it was so good we're definitely going to do it next round of boot camp is we're definitely going to do it again yeah that it sounds brilliant yeah so you've got you have to get yourself some resistance bands we were just telling our patreons before we started recording Yes, I did do a demonstration. I thought it was very impressive. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have if you'll have to subscribe to us on Patreon and go have a look at the video to see exactly what impressive stretching Brenda was doing before we started. <laughs> <laughs> and I promised there was no bending down yeah, involved. <laughs> so that I think segues nicely into today's topic because it was the very first time my, my mother-in-law had ever done yoga. And she felt really accomplished after it. So it, we thought it would be nice this week to, to talk about celebrating the non-scale victories, the other things that we can yeah. celebrate on a weight loss journey or on a keto journey for, you know, it doesn't really matter why you're doing it. There are a hundred things that you can do to kind of tick off those milestones that have nothing to do with weight. Yeah. That's well, I suppose you couldn't say, well, not, not nothing as such to do with weight, but nothing to do with what it says on the scales. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of people, um, there's a, a good few people in Facebook uh, groups and particularly in the Irish Facebook group in the community. And they talk about things that they could never have done. Yeah. So they talk about things they could never have done before they lost the weight. So if they've had a lot of weight mm -hmm. to lose, um, they're talking about things like activities on holidays and, you know, um, one of the one of the women, one of the um, moderators on the Facebook group um, went. And she listens to um, this podcast. Hi, it's Bella. Hi, we're waving. Oh, hi, it's Bella. We are always admiring it's... your posts. 
seriously like from a distance I am anyway I'm that silent stalker (laughs) (laughs) Brenda's in your Um, garden looking in your window Isabella she said you have lovely sofas yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you love those curtains (laughs) you changed your wallpaper (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't really do that don't we this sounds it no that sounds just that's a step too far um the um Hand, gl- hand, gliding? hand gliding. It's not. I I used to hand. call it hand gliding, like hands. Oh, is that not what's called? Hang, because you hang. <laughs> I always called it hand gliding. I thought it was because you held on with your hands and did the whole kind of wee things with your. Brenda was okay, today later. years old when she realised that it's hand gliding, not hand gliding. <laughs> I'm just gonna hide behind the mic here. <laughs> You said you used to call a hand like Yeah, when well. I was like 15. It wasn't last year when I found out. <laughs> it was a little bad. Isabella, Isabella's post, wasn't it? Do you know what that reminds me of, right? You, do you remember the episode of Friends where where um, Phoebe finds out there's no such thing as Santa Claus? And it's yeah. like that moment where somebody says something that you've been saying wrong for years and yeah. you're like and you're like why did I like I said that wrong in front of X, Y, Z, whatever it was yeah. and, and you know the worst thing is that nobody can correct you you have to discover these things by yourself because if somebody yeah. corrects you then it's like the most embarrassing thing ever anyway I, I, I digress Back to back you to did. Isabella's you curtains. Did. I mean, her hand gliding. <laughs> yes. So basically, what we're talking about is things that you could never do before that you could yeah. do now. What about you? You go first. Um. <laughs> Brenda's breaking out into a sweat. There, so come on the spot. Come on the spot. Don't put me on the spot. Horse Don't riding. put me on the spot. It would have been uncomfortable. Um, the horse riding. No, I wouldn't have had yeah. confidence. I think would be the mm. big thing. Definitely. Um and the clothes I wear. Yeah, you're not afraid uh, to be seen, kind because, of. You know, because well, the thing about it is, and I've talked about this before, is um, and I did do a blog post about it. Um, an awful lot of people look mm-hmm. at you, and you know, you've been yeah. with me. Um, it, it it attracts a lot of attention. The dresses that I yeah. wear, it kind of I feel a lot better because I'm a little bit more confident mm-hmm. in wearing them. I think that would be a big thing for me. Now I wouldn't have went out like that so when you have regained do you tend to kind of go back into kind of more like invisible clothes until you lose the weight again do you find yeah, yourself doing that uh, yeah black yeah. and it's what everybody wears i think there's some black leggings and and uh vest tops and stuff like that but um yeah definitely like now and i think that's one of the things that makes me not want to regain yeah. as well is the fact that i have all these lovely dresses and I love wearing them and I love how I feel in them. Mm. And that's a big thing. Yeah. Like, And that, that's a huge it, thing yeah, to celebrate as well. It's a huge achievement to actually feel comfortable in your clothes. Yeah, because yeah, it was always the, the one thing that always r- reminds me of um, is, do you remember that scene in Absolutely Fabulous, Ab Fab, where, she, um, what's her name? Um, Patsy? No, Dina. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, yeah. she's trying to lose weight. And one of the lines she says is, um, I just want to come home some evening and take off all my clothes and not look like I've been wearing 11 elastic bands around my body for the day. 
that's yeah. the and it is it's so true and it's just like oh my god that is so true and somebody actually said it and that's the only way to describe it is it. it's a pretty accurate way to describe it all right yeah yeah so that's kind of that's what i always think of when i think of like you know kind of tight clothing mm. and stuff like that yeah so one of the things that i was able to do that i know i wouldn't have been able to do before and i talked about it a lot is learning to ski mm-hmm. and i think what 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 it really put me off before is that well first of all it's hard on the knees like it's super hard on the knees um, and I think that at, at my kind of upper weight, it would have been it would have been quite painful. Now I see women on the slopes in France and in Switzerland, and they are plus size. Yeah, and they don't look like they're comfortable. Right, yeah. and that might be just my impression. Like obviously, I'm not going up and I'm going to say, "Excuse me, I can see that you're quite overweight. Are you comfortable skiing?" <laughs> question because it's <laughs> not if you want if you don't want to be exactly. hospitalized <laughs> exactly i mean you would never ask that right so you have to make assumptions no. by the way you see people holding themselves and the way they move and you know skiing takes a huge amount of concentration when you're a beginner like so that it's one yeah. of those um it's one of those things where when you're a beginner you can only do a first very short period like after an hour and a half you're like just like sit on your bum and push me down like you know because it's like i actually can't do yeah. it anymore so the more experience you are the longer you can ski for because you don't have to put as much concentration in you're basically not trying to die trying not to not die the whole time because you're in relatively good control of your skis but the women that i've seen that are plus size on the on the mountain it's hard work like yeah even when you are on on the flat and you you have to like one of the resorts we go to is called Leger and it's very popular with the UK um crowds and um, tourists basically from like, yeah. the Netherlands and you can see the cars that there's a lot of people drive and when you co- go up in the telecabine, so it brings you up from the village up to the first part of the mountain. And from there, then you go like to the beginners or you go the green slope, blue slope, black slope, whatever it is. But the, the distance between um, where the telecabine gets in, there's a little, there's a little like, you know, one of those uh, things in Tesco where you put the trolley on to bring it up. There's one of those for people. And so you just like it's terrifying. Like it's about this width, like um, it's about it's about half a meter wide. And what you do is you, you slide up to it, and then you start to edge onto it, and it grips the bottom of your skis and pulls you on. So you have to be prepared for it. So it brings you up a hill like this, right? Like a, like a proper like <laughs> almost ninety degree uh. slope. That's the kiddie slope, by the way. Oh my god! And then god. at the top, there's about. I say there's about 200 meters between that and the beginner's area and it's completely flat so you can't slide you actually have to do kind of cross country yeah and by the time you get, by the time you get to the beginner's area it's like I'm going to sit down for half an hour because I'm so tired <laughs> right and I cannot imagine how uncomfortable it would have been for me to do that at 18 and a half stone I can't I but also, um, how how you would actually feel in zipping up the jumpsuit? Yes, uh, 
yeah. is a big thing as and well. That's the thing because you have to wear warm clothes because it's freezing. Mm-hmm. But very quickly, yeah. it gets quite warm because you're exerting a lot of energy trying not to die. So yeah. it's like really, like it gets uncomfortable. Like and um, you have to wear the layers because if you don't, you'll freeze. And you know, it's it's just I cannot imagine what it was like and. I think I it resonates with me a lot more because I've been there. I know how that feels to be that weight. Yeah. And I know how uncomfortable it feels. And actually, you know, we one of the things that I'm really looking forward to about the surgery is to to actually get rid of the extra weight that's still on my stomach because even when I go out on a bike, like I can't cycle properly because it's in the way and every time I lift a leg, oh, like it lifts it. my yeah. entire stomach. Like yeah. it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's you know, that's something that I am going to hugely celebrate um when I get the surgery done will be the fact that I can cycle a bike comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean that's a that's a really yeah. big thing. Because there's nothing worse than something reminding you of these parts of your body that you hate. Yeah. Yeah, and I find it, I find it quite, um, it impacts me quite a lot because you can clearly see that I have this overhang of of skin at the bottom of my stomach because it hangs down. Like, and actually, in tonight's YouTube video, uh, so it will be like Tuesdays when you get to watch this. Um, Tuesdays, it's like <laughs> time travel. If you go back and have a look at the YouTube video from Tuesday this week. Um, you can I, I included footage of me doing my yoga class and you can see how far down my stomach hangs and how it interferes right like so for example tabletop posture or anything that requires me to bend over a bit is really difficult because yeah. it pulls really hard yeah so I mean I, I'm definitely going to celebrate being able to I can't imagine the the multitude of ways that I my life is going to completely change once all that loose skin is gone um, but yeah. obviously, you know, well, getting to the point where you have a lot of loose skin to lose is obviously a privilege. Absolutely. And something to celebrate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So th- there's all those other ways um, that keto is kind of bringing changes into your life. And it's not, I suppose the weight loss is the major big thing and uh, alongside um, the health benefits. But being able to do these things that you never thought you would be able to do, mm. I think, is one of the best things because it kind of brings it brings you to a different stage in your life. It brings different things into mm-hmm. your life um, that have been so much better. Like, I know an awful lot of people do it then so they can keep up with their children or keep up with yeah. their grandchildren or, you know, and being able to do this and, you know, go hiking with their kids or, you know, mm-hmm. at least run around the garden with them or, you know, all these little things that you don't expect yeah. um, that you don't even think about, I suppose, when you start the journey. Yeah, it's and that's what I always say to people. Like in boot camp, we actually have a, a bonus goal setting workshop that I offer to all new boot campers and I basically teach my boot campers how to set goals that have nothing to do with weight now we do set weight loss goals because you know yeah. everybody wants to have them because that's that's what we all came for but I really encourage yeah. them to look at like 10-15 different ways of measuring their success and I always say to them look losing 20 pounds is going to make a huge difference to you but what's going to change your life is things like going into a restaurant and not worrying whether the chair is going to hold you 
or getting onto an airplane and not having to ask for an extender they're the things that are going to transform your life not the 25 pounds on the scale or you know going on holidays and being in your swimsuit or being on the beach and you know kind of hiding under the towel or you know kind of not moving from the bed because you don't want to walk between the bed and the sea it's all those little things i think anybody who has body image issues should spend at least two weeks on the beach in italy because let me tell you italian women do not care one iota i've seen 80 year olds in tong bikinis walking along the beach in italy and they care not a bit (laughs) not sure about that though. but this is the thing like you you might like it but they don't care that you don't like it that's exactly yeah. it though yeah so it yeah. really taught me a lot seeing these these women and they are all sizes like i've seen women like who are heavier than me when i started in bikinis and like that yeah all shapes and sizes all sorts of um marks and scars and everything yeah. and they don't yeah. care they just don't care yeah but that is a brilliant way to yeah. be. And I suppose that, that kind of harps back to what we were talking about mm-hmm. last week about, you know, dealing with kind of your own yeah. thoughts and what people make you think about yourself. So go back and have a listen to that one. It's a good one. And we've got the resources up on the blog as well. Um, the additional resources. I think a big thing is being able, having, having more stamina is definitely a huge thing. Like, so you know you you would never have gotten to the point where walking up the stairs was like hard work well it depends on how many flights of stairs <laughs> okay okay one would have been fine one's fine you know my g- <laughs> even even three now would be a push yeah, my gym is on the second floor and let me tell you it's like <laughs> well no my office is on the office i'm in now um is on the is on the third floor and i take the stairs so it's not too bad it's not too bad because because the, no because it's it's the the la, it's the escalator to the second floor <laughs> <laughs> and then the stairs to the third floor. Okay, so yeah, so you kind of half take the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I remember when I started in um, my last corporate job before I left to become a nutritionist. Um, we were on the ground floor and the canteen was on the third floor and the young people that were on my team used to want to take the stairs and I honestly yeah. I thought my my heart was going to explode at my chest by the time I got to the top like and I'm not exaggerating it was really scary because I was like I am so unfit my knees were sore and I like I had yeah. tunnel vision like it was and I was like seriously like I, I'm not like in my 80s like I should be able yeah, to climb yeah. these stairs without this, um, without feeling like this. So being able to do that, like I still hate taking the stairs. Like I, I hate, I actually hate that. You know the burning, the burning you get, the burning in the muscles. I hate yeah, that feeling. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. And I know that when I'm in the gym and I'm doing it, like you, you, it's a different burn. I think when you're lifting weights, it's a different burn to that, like walking up the stairs. Like, and, and sometimes in the gym, there's there's a girl who's always on the step machine, and I'm like, girlfriend, you're crazy, because it, it's literally a set of moving stairs, never ending. You see, yeah, yeah, it's just the whole gym equipment thing, like that. Just it's like our conversation earlier. I may share this. The what? 
where you said oh my god the conversation we had earlier where you were saying oh you're getting this massive sports oh, shop yes <laughs> it yeah. was like woman yeah. do you not even know me <laughs> but let me tell you right they have the nicest workout clothes honestly okay let me repeat do you not even know me <laughs> you buy yourself resistance <laughs> bands come on i know yeah but i can do that just sitting on the couch <laughs> Okay, okay, disclaimer. Sitting working out on the couch with your resistance bands is not going to get you very far. Don't take fitness <laughs> advice from Brenda. Okay, yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to do my stretching exercise as well. I stretch for the salami. Yeah, yeah. And then the other way for the wine. <laughs> That's your kind of workout. <laughs> I know, I am making a concerted effort. Because... It looks like we're going to be able to go on holidays. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I think, I think work. It- no, do you know what's, do you, do you know what's really annoying me? Is the, the, this, the bingo wingy thing. Okay. Now, now it's not massive, right? But every time I move my arm, I can feel Okay, I can clap with mine. My <laughs> claps. Again, like, so if I have, if I have like a short or I have a re- you know, a, a t-shirt that comes down like this. And yeah. I'm like pulling the blind up or something. It's like clap, clap, clap. It's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> okay, see, I, I can feel mine. I, I waved at somebody the other day and I went, <laughs> <laughs> So I was just like, no, that has yeah, to so go. So mine has, mine has loose skin as well as fat, right? So I'm going to show my patrons, but I'm going to try and describe it, right? Because it goes to, to like just to the elbow and then it droops down. But it's like, there's still... Like, there's still a hefty amount of fat still in that. Like, look. <laughs> I'm sorry you can't see this. I'm sorry you can't see it. But <laughs> but in order for me to have that fixed, because it's actually loose skin, see? Yeah. I'd actually yeah. have to get that surgically removed. Right. Which I'm fully prepared to okay. do, by the way. And actually, the plastic surgeon... That's part of, that's part of the whole plastic surgery thing, though, Well, isn't it? not really. because Well, because what happened was... When I went in to do the plastic surgery consult, and I've talked about this before, when I went to do the consult, it was like, okay, leave your dignity in the car in a locked box because you're never getting it back yeah. after this. So it was like standing naked in front of this doctor and he's pulling various bits of me. And then he says, <laughs> he says, and because that's what you are to them. Like, you know, you're, you're a patient, yeah. but you're yeah. basically like, it's, it's like you're something to work on. And he said, look, I'm going to, so the way it works with Swiss health insurance is that you have to ask the insurance company permission first, right? And you have to have a legitimate reason. Now I have a lot of trouble with my back and I get recurrent belly button infections because of the way the skin hangs, right? So he said, he doesn't think there's going to be a problem, but he said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask for the thighs and the arms as well at the same time. And I was like, what? I never even thought that. I said I actually don't care. Like I, I've, I get my ties out on the beach. Like I actually don't care about that. And he was like, "Yeah, no, believe me." He said, "When you get the stomach done, you'll it will." Yeah, then it's gonna bother. Yeah, you. he said it will kind of, yeah. it will really highlight the difference between like the abdomen and then the ties. Yeah. And then he'd be like, "Oh crap, I should have got them done when I could." So he said, "I'm gonna ask for the arms as well, and put it as like you know, if you." if you pay to get it all done together, he said, once they agree that they're going to pay for everything, 
we'll do the abdominal surgery first and then you might come back in a year and do the ties and then come back in another eight months and do the arms or whatever it is you don't have to get it all done at once but once i give permission that's it yeah it's done but like the thoughts of getting all that surgery is like I don't know. I know, but you know what you should do is ring the Kardashians and just get some advice on how you deal with that. <laughs> Me and Kim are like that, you know? That's just buzz. Speaking of, speaking of, I know we are segwaying way <laughs> off here, but I have to talk about... Well, no, in fairness, like, you know, we, we, we are talking about victories. Did you see Khloe Kardashian? Yeah. She's unrecognisable. Listen, that... is it just Photoshop? I don't know. Is it just Photoshop? Because she actually looks like she had her jaw filed yeah, down. Yeah, she does. And her nose and her cheekbones. She completely... She look, like, look, you can get cheekbones with, with... Like, makeup can do wondrous yeah. things, but so, and so can Photoshop. But, like, she lo- she doesn't even look like the same person. That photograph is so it bizarre. It is so bizarre. And some people were saying that she Photoshopped it because half of her necklace was missing. I'm going to Google her now. So I'm going to show our okay. Patreons something that we were looking at earlier on. Um, this is a plastic surgeon in Mexico and his name is Alex Galvez. And he just does the most amazing surgery. I mean, look at that girl. Look at the difference. Yeah, no, that is amazing. That's incredible. Like, so um, we'll yeah. link to his bio in the in the show notes. But I'm going to look. Is she, is she on Instagram? What kind of question is that, Christina? Of course she's on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> believe i just did that no neither can i okay so that you know that looks like her that's the 29th of may that looks like her kind of no i don't think so look at her jaw used to be a lot more square or something i think so you're talking about that photo that that photo that came out where she looked completely yeah, you know that's completely not okay now there she looks like um she looks like the denise who's that one in real house that's it. No, no, not Denise Van Outen. Denise, you know, that was married to Charlie Sheen. Yeah. That's oh, in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Denise Richards. That's it. That's it. That's who she looks like in that photograph. A very young Denise yeah, Richards. Yeah, she's definitely had work done. Show me the picture again. With the the fakey one? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Um, so you can go to Chloe Kardashian's Instagram. Um, oh yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Um, we're just going to okay. state the obvious here now about how perfect we are. Oh, of course. You know? I'm completely in a, <laughs> in a position to judge. Yeah, no, you see, no. Yeah. It couldn't possibly be her. But anyway, if she did have a load of plastic surgery done, well, fair play to her if that's what she wants. Yeah, but just come out and say oh, it. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, I'm going to completely document it. Don't be behind the door about it. I'm going yeah, to document yeah. my, my journey because... You know, I did the video on the loose skin because for me, that is a victory, right? To have loose skin at the end of the journey mm. is a victory. And I did the video not because I wanted some sympathy or, you know, I wanted, oh, poor me, look how hard I have it. It's not that. It's that there are women who are starting their journey and men who are starting their journey that are face are going to face this. And they need to see that it's not yeah. scary as they think it's going yeah. to be. And it's not going to be as bad as they think it's going to be. Yet, for some people like me, it does cause health issues, but yeah. it doesn't interfere with my everyday life in such a way that it would have been better to stay overweight. No way. Exactly. So, also then, that the celebration is the fact that, I suppose, that, that, that the extra skin reminds you of the fact that you have come yeah. so far. 
and that you have lost so much yeah. weight and the thing that i suppose is going to make a huge difference to me in the end is that this the skin retains a huge amount of water so my my weight fluctuates wildly sometimes it can be up as much as six pounds and you can see yeah. it like you can feel it um and you can feel where the the retention is because you have all these empty fat cells they're just like it's like a reservoir for water so as soon as you do some exercise or you know it's, it's really warm you start to get um you start to retain water in the extra skin and that makes it heavier yeah. which is even more uncomfortable and it's just uh, like so getting rid of that from that point of view it's definitely going to be a huge thing um but that they're one of, that's probably one of the biggest things it's the small things as you go along and you lose weight and you get better and you start to feel healthier i think it's those smaller things that are actually going to transform yeah, your life absolutely and it's like people talking about um going into the changing rooms well something we all haven't done in a long yeah. time going, going into out? the changing rooms in the shop okay <laughs> what's that and actually putting and actually putting on clothing and kind of you know that it fits and finding old stuff in your wardrobe mm. and things like that you know they're they're really good like and i like the way people use that as a gauge you know and because sometimes um obviously you know the scales yeah. lie we know we yeah. all know that so sometimes it can be quite disheartening and you know when you don't really see it yourself yeah. that uh, you've lost this weight so it's really good to find these clothes at the back of your wardrobe that Maybe you bought it in a size small, thinking one day I'll fit into that, and then all of a sudden you do. that one day is here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. All right, so I think you know we've we've really just kind of hit on a lot of the the small ways and how the small ways add up to big things at the end of the day. Um, and I really encourage you to write down all of these things as you go along. I really, I always encourage the boot campers to do is keep track of everything. Yeah because you'll look back yeah it's something to look back on but also to look back on um how i suppose how your victories are getting bigger yeah. in that something which would have been really small maybe to say that you did a hundred mm. steps today and then you look back in on all your your progression and now you're doing a thousand steps or five thousand yeah. steps or what or like what did she she's complete? doing this week she's doing a hundred thousand steps yeah that's amazing yeah. i just think that's yeah. amazing well yeah. done isabella yeah, and let me tell you right isabella can do a six minute plank that is just like i'm i'm purple <laughs> at like 54 seconds like she can do six minutes it's amazing that is unreal yeah. well unreal. done isabella i think you've definitely been one of the people who has really inspired this episode because of the amazing things that you have done along the way yeah just by virtue and she lost a lot she lost like 160 pounds something like that yeah no amazing. i just think it's yeah absolutely yeah my i just i get so much inspiration when i'm looking at our yeah. posts like it's just unreal unreal all right so i think it's time to wrap up this week's episode if you haven't go to our website kiddo sisters not kiddo christina no See that, that, I, I, I caught it I caught it I didn't say it Kilo Sisters and sign up for our newsletter because we actually managed to send one out and we did that's a victory for us that's a very big victory <laughs> yeah. praise 
Um, we're, we've got we've oh. even got next week started which is even more we have <laughs> we have given that people won't stop buying online yeah, yeah. <laughs> i really need to stop giving out about that now that the shops uh, are opening yeah. up again <laughs> yeah. so go to kidosisters.ie okay. and sign up for our newsletter and you'll get all sorts of nice stuff from us in the mail to keep you going between podcast episodes yes you should probably just more of this <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? More of this. Probably just more of this. Yeah. More quality content. And I, I promise, I promise no stretching video. Okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. So until next See week. You, bye. Bye. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to support us, you can head on over to Patreon or alternatively, you can buy us a cup of tea by using the link in the show notes. Also, don't forget to check our blog for regular updates. So until next time, keto on, keto sisters.